Welcome to the Financial Futurist Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Schenker, the Financial Futurist. Bloomberg News ranks me one of the top financial forecasters in the world in my role as the president of Prestige Economics. I'm also the chairman of the Futurist Institute. And on this podcast, we talk about markets, business, and future technology. This is the Financial Futurist Podcast. This week on the Financial Futurist Podcast, we'll be talking about central banks, regional Fed data, and inflation risks. We'll discuss these subjects and more on this week's episode of the Financial Futurist Podcast. Central banks are squarely in focus now when looking at economic risks. This week, the European Central Bank will meet to decide policy rates. And while no change is likely at this meeting, changes are coming. The European economy has been very strong and we've seen 47 consecutive monthly expansions in the Eurozone manufacturing PMI. Plus, unemployment rates have been falling and GDP growth has been solid. This means that inflation risks are rising as the Eurozone economy continues to show strength. And that's something that's going to prompt the European Central Bank to raise rates and end their quantitative easing program. While that might not be this week, it will be soon. This is one of the reasons we have expectations that the Euro is likely to strengthen later in the year. Although there could be some choppiness for the Euro in the immediate term. The source of choppiness of the Euro against the dollar is that U.S. inflationary risk have been rising. The Fed's next decision will be on May 2nd, and it'll be next week. And while we don't expect any changes from that meeting, we do expect three more 25 basis point rate hikes from the Fed this year. The Consumer Price Index, Producer Price Index, Wage Inflation shown in the jobs reports, and other measures of inflation have all been rising. With upside risks to inflation, there are also upside risks to interest rates. Last week, there were two critical data points in recent regional Fed reports. The Empire Manufacturing Index showed downside risks to growth from trade. The six-month-ahead index in that Empire Manufacturing Index had the second biggest drop in its history. Biggest drop in the New York Manufacturing Index occurred during September 2001. That shouldn't be a surprise because that's when terrorist attacks happened in New York. But it is surprising that despite the collapse of Lehman and Bear Stearns and the entire housing crisis, that the second biggest drop in the entire forward-looking series of this index wasn't during the Great Recession. It was the April 2018 forward-looking measure of business activity. Against this backdrop of weaker growth, the Philadelphia Fed Index saw a surge in prices paid. Inflationary pressures are rising. And increased labor costs, increased inputs costs, and higher interest rates that counter inflation that drive up capital costs are all likely to weigh on corporate profits. After all, companies are paying more for capital, people, and the materials they need to run their businesses. So while trade risks remain important potential factors for equity markets, bond markets, and commodities, it's important to keep in mind that even if tomorrow the Premier of China, President of Russia, and President Trump were all sitting around a campfire making s'mores, holding hands, and singing kumbaya, interest rate risks would still 
still be in play and corporations would still be facing challenges to their profitability from increased costs of capital, increased costs of labor, and increased costs of materials. Those factors don't change regardless of the trade dynamics in play. This also means that central banks will be critical for financial markets going forward. In February, interest rate risks triggered sell-offs in bonds, equities, oil prices, and industrial metals prices. And if inflation continues to rise regardless of trade policy, those interest rate risks will rise further and the downside risk to markets, whether they be bonds, equities, or commodities, would likely increase. Since central banks make those decisions, this is why at this point in the cycle, central banks hold the key to a soft landing for the economy or a hard one. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Financial Futurist Podcast with me, Jason Schenker, the Financial Futurist. You can follow me on Twitter at Prestige Econ and check out my website, jasonschenker.com. On jasonschenker.com, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter to make sure you're getting the latest and most important information about markets, business, and future technology. Until next week.